Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The Dunlop Super Dealer entry comes out of the final corner. Nick Perkat grabs gears. He looks in the mirror. And what great success for Perkat at Sydney Motorsport Park. He wins our second race this weekend for the BP Ultimate Sydney Super Sprint. That was Nick Perkat, uh, the winning race eight at Sydney Motorsport Park in 2020. He also won race 11. That was the last time, Murph, that he won a race. But the big and not unsurprising news this week was the fact that he has signed a multi-year deal with a, a team he was that has done a lot for him, and that was uh, Walkinshaw Racing, and he's gone to Walkinshaw and Ready United. Yeah, absolutely. His... Um... His career started way back there. You know, he was supported through Formula Ford and um, and then into, obviously, Dunlop Super 2 Series, all sorts of stuff all the way through. He won Bathurst with the Holden Racing Team with Garth Tander back in 2011. So, um, you know, he's he's got a he's got a history with them, no question, and, and they know him, and Ryan Walkinshaw and Martin Walkinshaw, who own the team, um, know him really well. I mean, it was quite ironic, actually, uh, that... Uh, you know, this announcement came through, and then also we didn't mention it when we were talking to Martin Short a minute ago, but um, uh, Nick's engineer, Andrew Edwards, who's been at uh, Brad Jones Racing for a very long time, very clever guy, uh, he is moving to uh, Red Bull Ampire Racing uh, at the end of the season two to work with Shane Van Gisbergen. So BJR, um, losing a driver, losing an engineer, um, out the door they go. Um, but there's been so many changes, hasn't there? Well, well, uh, uh, People well, coming and going. Brad Jones Racing, I think they've just about cleared the, uh, the decks there and, <laughs> and um, it's it's all turned around. Um, you know, so there's, there's been a huge amount of news. So hopefully um, we will get Nick uh, on the Yeah, we just, we're just struggling for a moment because I know they're all uh, there piling up other things. So uh, Bryce, well, Ful- actually, Bryce, Bryce Fullwood. So he's just... Sorry, is, mate, uh, going to be jar as well. So, yeah, but just give me a sec there. Uh, he's uh, they are obviously at Sydney Motorsport Park at the moment, um, and he's with us now, preparing for the weekend. Is he on the line? He is on. Nick Perkett, good evening to you. Hey, how are we going? Yeah, this is Stephen, and you know the other bloke on the other 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 end. That'll be Murph. Greg. Yep. <laughs> Hello, Hello, mate. Hello, how, how, how are you? I'm good. Just walking the, the famous Sydney Motorsport Park circuit. What's Are you doing it now? Yeah, right now. We're at the last corner. Wow. Got any tips? Uh, um, well, no, I haven't been there for a little while, mate. Um, the last corner there, you know, it's a, it is a left-hander. That's pretty much all I know. <laughs> it does go left. You're correct. What's uh, what? <laughs> and don't run, don't run too wide. Don't run too wide on the exit, Nick. Yeah, no, you need to come up square. Get a good run down the front, right? Yeah. Oh wow! Hey, hey, what what uh, layout are you running for the this weekend? Or are you going to run several layouts, different layouts this weekend, or just the uh, one? We're on the one, the normal, the traditional circuit. We're on that every single one. All four events are on the same one, but they're just changing the formats and the timing of the races and the tyres that we're using. So they're making the just changing up with, through the what they can control with tyres and format and stuff like that, rather than changing the circuit. Hey, mate, um, thanks for your time, though. I mean, big news this week, clearly, and uh, you've sort of been alluding um, over the last few weeks about the change leaving Brad Jones Racing at the end of the season and heading back to somewhere that uh, you know very, very well at uh, Walkinshaw Andretti United. Um, Must be exciting. Yeah, it is um, very exciting. Actually, you know, obviously I was there um, quite a while now, but um, when we were both co-drivers and then, 
um, 2014 debut there in the main game. But yeah, a lot, a lot of that team's changed now, which is probably the reason that kind of lured me back in. I wasn't interested in going to a team with four cars. Um, I'm just always two cars pushing the same direction and you know, only focus is, um, is winning. So um, yeah, kind of just been really stalking them out for like 18 months to see how they're going and once I saw Chaz re-signed again, um, I thought, you know what, he's got a lot of faith in what they're doing, so I'll uh, give him a call, and, and here we are. We're five months later, signed on for a few years, and, and ready to go. Well, congratulations on that one, Nick. Well, I've got to ask you this question, though, because it's a, it's a confirm or denial did this really happen. Did you actually have a handshake deal with BJR, which was reported, and then suddenly pull the pin? Did you actually have a deal? Yeah, I had a, yeah, I had a deal. Um you know, we, we hadn't even gone through the finer details of said deal. There was no duration on how long I'd be there and all that stuff. But, yeah, we'd spoken about it. And then, you know, I just literally <laughs> woke up one morning and thought, I don't, you know, the, I guess the direction of how the how it was going and a few things I thought, you know, what it wasn't to how I would, what I wanted to be involved in. I thought, thought you know what, I want, I want to change it. It was... That wasn't anything wrong with what I guess Brad and the team were doing. It was more, I, like I said, I wanted to be in a two-car team, you know, um, and kind of trying to predict what's going to happen with Gen Three. So, um, yeah, look, not ideal, but um, with how you know unfolded with Brad. But you know, there's obviously a lot that goes on in the background. And then, yeah, I got into um, Bruce Stewart at Walkinshaw and Jordan United, and and just. Really just wanted to see if there was even an opportunity, um, um, as I wasn't sure what Fullwood's deal was. And, um, yeah, luckily there was, and um, kind of nutted out a deal. And, you know, I spoke to Brad, and, you know, it was like a two-month conversation with Brad to even get out of that arrangement with him. And, you know, at the end of the day, for me, it was, if you don't, you know, if, if it be me or Brad, if we both don't believe in it 100%, it's not going to work. And that was the biggest thing for me. It wasn't a personal decision against him or the team. It was just something in, inside me that said, I need to, I need to change. Well, that must have, been a, must have been a hell of a dream you woke up from that morning to, um, <laughs> to you know, decide that that was a change. And, and personally, mate, I mean, I, you know how much I, uh, you know, am a fan of your work and, and believe in what you're capable of doing. I mean, I, I was really really pleased. I mean, straight away when you announced that you were leaving BJR, you know, um, I, we all, we all looked at the opportunity of what was available and, and, um, you know, WAU at the time was, was maybe not on that list fully, but, um, became apparent quite quickly. And I, I think that's awesome for your future. I mean, yes, the BJR model is a four car. It, it's, it's not one of those, you know, teams that we see at the top of the, the picking order, all the time, um, you've had you've had a few good results there, but you know someone like you needs more than that. And, and was that just part of it that you just knew that you needed to make that break to to actually go and chase what you know you can achieve on a more regular basis? Yeah, that's um, sums up pretty well. You know, that was a big thing of it. You know, obviously you know my career quite well from the junior days and being with the Walking Trot Group, and um, you know they plucked me out of Aussie racing cars when I was racing those, and then we. Went through Australian Formula Four with Sonic and stuff, and dominated through there, and won in Super Two. Um, you know, won a lot of races there, and won in Porsche Carrera Cup. So it's it was something 
the I guess the big thing for me was waking up and saying, you know, I don't want to be seventh to twelfth. I want to be first to fourth. It's what I've always done, and I've always tried to put myself in the best position to achieve that. And that's why I said, you know what, I'm gonna, I don't know, <laughs> throw some balls, I guess, and you know, had that conversation with Brad, and um, that's how I've come to it. It was just a pure desire and drive and fire in the belly to be. Um, alongside someone like Chaz, who's exceptionally good, um, and also in a place where all they care about is winning. I'm not saying BJ don't, but I think the opportunity um, with you know Ryan Morganshaw, yeah. Zach Brown, and Andretti Group, like I think it's a hopefully the place to be. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I could have driven to Brad until I was 40, but here we are. Yeah, well, well, the one thing Nick is we we like on race control, we like a guy that's got big cajones, and it, it must be it must be really encouraging when you t- your, your co-owners, Michael Andretti and Zach Brown, believe that you are going to help strengthen the team. So if they believe that, you can you tell us a couple of things where you will strengthen the team? What what are you bringing to the table? Um, I think. Yeah, there was a lot that went into it. There was a lot of talk with um, the WAU guys on the driving style of Chaz um, and my driving style and what I wanted to achieve in my career and, and what their team wants to achieve. And, you know, we all kind of landed on the same page. And, you know, I'm not saying myself and Chaz drive it exactly the same, but, you know, from what I'm hearing and what we spoke about, you know, without anyone having information on each other, it was actually a very big eye-opener to say, you know, Chaz looks for similar things to what I'm, I'm talking about, um, obviously in a different car, but it's that was a big, a big thing for me. So I think for them, having two guys pushing the boat in the same direction was um, pretty key. Um, and then for me, you know, I've worked extremely hard off track to, you know, stop the classic Nick blow-ups and you know try and have a bit better, um, yeah, um, all that. It's going to be better off track there and more consistent. And you know, I think the racing probably shows that even if I qualify 15th, they end up somewhere in the 10 and they're thereabouts. So I think um, for them to have two consistent guys punching at the front and try and get up that team's championship is pretty big year one. Mate, um, it's, it's great that you've got some honesty and in, in realisation of some of the things that um, we do as race car drivers and you've, you've realised and you're working through that. I, and also, it's, I just uh, want to say it's, it's, uh, it's a big commitment from WAU, right, to, to change their model. Um, and obviously, having someone yep. like you, you know, that works really well. But their model, and no, this is no disrespect to Bryce Ford, he's come, he came into that team with, um, you know, with a limited amount of experience and, and very overwhelming in many respects, I would say. Um, but you know, there was a there was some funding coming there with with Bryce along the way. This is a big change for them to go back to a, a model where you know there's um, the need to pay you as a race car driver to do your job properly and and um, you know fund a two car team you know back the way they were so used to doing it before. Yeah, exactly. And it, that even that spoke of, you know very like a thousand words. You know, the actions that. I've heard from Ryan and Zach and Michael and, and Bruce, credit to Bruce, he's been amazing to deal with is we just want to win. We, you know, that's what they're trying to achieve. That's the whole goal, the whole thing. Um, and they're literally doing everything they can to get the right ingredients in place to be able to do that. So it's um, obviously as a driver, that's all you want to hear. Hey, uh, so you're back racing this weekend. A, c- a couple of questions on this one. Uh, how bloody excited are you and what's the, what's the key to being successful because the last time you were there you won two races race 8 and 11 last year so uh, we could almost call this a bit of a fave for you 
Yeah, I've always actually gone well at SMP. So, um, yeah, first off, crazy exciting to be driving something again. Um, I got sick of sitting on a simulator or cutting laps in a go-kart. So, um, yeah, I don't think... There's probably none of us have really, since karting days, had that much of a gap between races. Um, so, yeah, coming back to Sydney Motorsport Park, where I got a few wins last year, is definitely um, super exciting. And for me, I don't know, I've always clicked well here. It's definitely... Um, high tyre degradation track, so maybe the way I drive the car is sometimes nicer on the tyre in race trim, so that helps. And then last year and this year, again, there, you know, there's lots of different tyres floating around and the way you choose to use them um, and how your car, how hard your car is on the tyres makes a big difference too. So you know, last year, you know, I ran similar tyre strategy to the likes of DJR and Triple Eight, but sometimes when we'd reuse them, our car was actually just better on the reuse and there. So I guess there's something in the setup there too that, you know, BJR is traditionally quite nice on the tyre, so that definitely helps us in a circuit like this. Mate, um, just one last quick one. What's been going on in supercars and, well, in this giant break? Everyone leaving teams and going somewhere else. I mean, <laughs> no one's doing any racing and they've, all, and they've all decided to bugger off. Your engineer's leaving as well at the end of the year. Andrew Edwards going to going to Triple Eight. Yeah, it's actually been crazy. Um, yeah, for me, it was like a lot of kind of nearly like reflection and looking back and seeing what you can do to give yourself a better position. But there's some other pretty wild moves going on with you know, Facebook <laughs> back to MSR and engineers yeah. up and down pit lane and, and stuff like that. So I guess, you know, we all got bored, I think, <laughs> and where we could maybe land ourselves in a better spot. So it's actually been crazy watching it. Um, it is. I've watching. I obviously knew what I was up to, but then I'm like, "Holy hell!" You know, Andre's <laughs> leaving. This is happening. What the? What is going on? <laughs> we yeah. we love yeah, a good, we love uh, a good silly yeah. season, right? We love a good silly yeah. season, mate. You're puffing a bit. Are you you ready to hop in that car? Is that track walk taking it out of you already? He's oh, talking. The, it's that is that wind. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm inside now. <laughs> hey, uh, Nick. Congratulations on the move. I know there's a lot a lot yep. still to be done, but uh, we shall talk again. But the best of luck this weekend, mate. Thanks, Sorry, buddy. Thanks, guys.